You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I.com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. And I'm so happy to be back after taking some time off to go and vacay with my husband. Um, quick little shout out, Abby, first and foremost, thank you for covering. You did a kick-ass <laughs> job. I love watching from afar. And then Missy and Rachel, thank you so much for being guest hosts. You guys kicked ass. It was really, really fun to listen. But it's been really, really fun to catch up, but not so fun to listen to all the screaming and yelling and pop. It's a lot. I mean, to the point where I almost... I'm like, I'm invested in this. I'm going to keep watching, but I would say to someone who is, hasn't picked up the reunion yet. They're like, Oh, should I watch it? I would say don't it's, you're not going to get anything out of it. It's really just people yelling at each other and you almost can't even hear the dialogue because there's so much yelling. Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's everyone against James. We did a little poll on asking which side people are on. And I was personally kind of a little surprised that it was a little even evenly split, but it was 45%. Yeah, 45-55. I was surprised. I was surprised. I mean, I, Abby and I, we've, you know, we talked about this time and time, uh, episode, episode, how we, like, empathize and sympathize for James. And, yeah, he's not perfect. He is a Jax 1.0. And I don't know. I feel like he does all this. Everyone has done terrible things on that show. But, yeah, he continues to get shit on. So it's just. It has not been enjoyable to watch. No, and, like, the second Sandoval, who I'm not, I, like, wouldn't say I'm not, like, I don't not like Sandoval. Um, I'm not, like, maybe the biggest Sandoval fan. Sometimes I think he just, I don't know, kind of weird and annoying. I don't relate to him as much as I do some of the others. But every time he tries to point out, you know, like, Katie, you've said bad things about Lala in the workplace, and she didn't go to Lisa and say, fire, fire her for calling me a whore. Um they all like jump on Sandoval. They're like, Oh, you're, you're James's best friend. When all he's just trying to do is point out the fact that none of them there are perfect. And the way James is behaving is the way a lot of them behave for three or four years ago when they were around James's age. So that piece of it, it just like, I appreciated Sandoval kind of like shedding light on this, but I just couldn't believe how quickly everybody jumped on him. Oh yeah. Honestly, Sandoval, I agree with you. I've never really connected with him um throughout the earlier seasons but this season he's been like my favorite in that regard only because he's willing to stand up and voice his opinion I feel like a good friend will tell you the things you don't want to hear yeah and he does that yeah especially Uh, telling James (laughs) that he 
he um, mixes uppers and alcohol, which I was surprised how much, how like they glazed over that. It was like, I don't know if Andy missed it, but I would have been like, can we back up and talk about that? Like, James, do you have a response to Sandoval just calling you out for like abusing? I'm guessing, you know, like uppers maybe being like Adderall and other, you know, prescription drugs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, Not like Coke. But still, I'm like, if it's not prescribed to you, or even if it is, and you're not using it in the way it's prescribed, you're abusing, you know, prescription drugs. Yes. Kind of a big claim. It Um, is a big claim. I think the other thing, too, um, that was kind of crazy was how quickly Jax jumped on Sandoval to say, like, you don't have to be my best man. He's so immature. I mean, Jax, I'm just... I just, I'm like, let the man speak. I thought of their relationships in the past. I mean, Jax literally slept with Tom Sandoval's ex-girlfriend at one point. <laughs> like, he's yeah, let's not forget things. that. <laughs> let's not, like, jump on Tom's dick because he's voicing his opinion and having a conversation with you. So I thought it was, a, I would be really pissed off if I was Sandoval, but... You just informed me before we recorded that he's still in the wedding party, right? Yeah. So he, uh, this didn't come out until um, Tuesday, the 14th, that they are definitely, like, they're definitely still friends. And he is at the, he's still the best man. And he will be at the second bachelor party. He was not at the first one. I will say it's kind of like weird timing that, you know, we see them preview of them fighting in the part one. Then, Jax has a bachelor party in LA and Sandoval is not to be seen and is not mentioned in any of the stories. Sandoval is actually in St. Louis during that time, like going to a Cardinals game and episode for part two airs Monday night. We see them fight even more. And all of a sudden Tuesday morning, he's like, don't worry. I'm still the best man. It's kind of weird. It's, it's like not coincident. I mean, that's totally planned. I it's all like. kind of like, or kind of staged. It makes me wonder if all the fighting was staged. But the way some of them, like, just get so into it, I don't know. They're they're not that great of actors. No, no. I agree. I mean, and speaking, I mean, I feel like that was it for Pump, don't you yeah. think? And really, I mean, Beverly Hills um, wasn't that amazing either. Like, we really, we see LVP's kitchen. Nice. Not worth $300,000. No. Um, and really, all they did, it was, like, the exact same kitchen. It's just... Um, white like all granite and like silver um so it's like white countertops and then silver and then like pink leg crusset um cookware everywhere it was really odd um and then we have erica jane's concert which um i would love to go to an erica jane concert oh my gosh it looks like so much fun she does look like a good performer like she just she i mean i have a lot of respect for her i think compared to any of the bravo housewives who tried to be like a singer and um, this is a particularly to Luann like take note from Erica Jane yeah. like that's a girl who like I was she really could do it a decent yeah. dollar to see and like she can dance like she's got it all going for her I also like how she basically doesn't dance around the fact that like Tom is paying for her to be able to do this stuff I'm sure she's making money like I'm sure she makes money oh now of these concerts now but in the beginning i'm sure a lot of like all those music videos and the songs like producing them and choreographing and all that i mean like it's i would guess it sounds like you know he basically mr girardi just paid for it all and i i love that she doesn't hide that yeah i agree with you i love that she's pretty transparent about that and i thought it was really sweet to 
that he was there and how excited she was. Their relationship, because they don't show it enough, I honestly don't have much of an opinion. It's kind of, because of their age gap, I think it's hard not to just feel weird about it. But I think a lot of that... Yeah, oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, I think a lot of that's because we don't see him on the show a lot. There were a few parts that felt a little, like, she was like, are you proud of me? You are? It That felt, like, a little weird. Um, and, like, even when they just, like, were kissing, like, would just peck, it was kind of weird. But I do think they truly love one another, whether it's, you know, a typical marriage or not. So, um, but maybe you're right, because we don't see him on. We don't really know what their chemistry is like. And I have a feeling, because he's, like, a well-known lawyer maybe he doesn't really want to be on it that much yes for sure and then so then the episode kind of ends Camille comes over I felt like that was like 45 minutes of Erica Jane and then the last 15 minutes Camille comes over to Lisa's house and Lisa basically tells Camille that Camille asks her straight blank if she's gonna go to the wedding and she tells her no and I See, this is the thing about Camille that annoys me because in interviews and with other people, she has no problem talking shit. But I wish she would just call Lisa out in person in her face. Like, just say, hey, that I'm disappointed in you for that. Well, or say, like, I get that, you know, maybe it's uncomfortable for you to be at these things. Could you text? Could you have texted me and said, I'm not going to make your shower because I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to be ganged up on. I also am really sorry, but I won't be attending your wedding. Like, I think it's kind of shitty that Camille had to go to her house to ask her if she's attending the wedding. Oh, yeah. It's really, really shitty. And I, she, I mean, we've seen that they've gotten in, like, little Twitter wars. And, yeah. I mean, evidently, Camille and Lisa aren't as close as we all thought. At least I thought. I'll speak for myself. I thought they were, like, close, especially because Camille made an appearance at the Vanderpump uh, Vegas. But They're apparently that was good friends. That was just because her friend Kimber has a bunny. Yeah. Who, who Kimber was in this episode. Did you see it? Um, I don't think I noticed. Maybe I didn't pay, notice her. So they like called her out. So they like when she walks down the steps in her wedding dress and she's like, oh, my God, I feel like oh, a princess. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was Kimber. And I mean, Kimber's in the wedding, too. So I think we'll see a little bit more of her in the next episode. Um, I did love, too, um, when they previewed the next episode that they showed, um, Kyle kind of making digs at the fact that she's a bridesmaid. She's like, I haven't done this in 30 years, but I'll try. Um, <laughs> that was a good impersonation of her voice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll start being Kyle. I'll start like trying to impersonate her. Yeah. Um, although I, I would feel bad if she ever thought that was me like insulting her because I, we love her to death. Oh, no, so. we love. We, it's, it's out of love. Yeah. When you impersonate, it's out of love. <laughs> but the other thing, and I'm so sick of these to be continued. Like, bravo. I don't know who said like, it basically started with New Jersey and now it's like, every, and then um, below deck. And it's not like every season has to have at least one to be continued. Bravo. It's dumb because everything continues the next week. It's a fucking weekly series. Like, duh, <laughs> it's going to continue. But uh, it, we get a to be continued with her sitting, getting a lie detector test. And it was asked, you know, did you leak the story to Radar Online? And doesn't she say, like, can I get a glass of water or something like that? It was just stupid. The whole lighted, the whole thing was just dumb. I'm like, really, Lisa? Like, this is, I, yeah, this I'm just dumb. I yeah. mean, come on. So, anyway, let's go, let's start talking about what was really great this week. And that is our people from Charleston are back. Yay! Oh, should we talk about New York first before we dive into Southern Charm? Sure. You want to? Um, yeah, just because I feel like okay. we'll talk more about Southern Charm. I want to give them so, some extra love. Um, New York. Um, 
what were your thoughts on the way Ramona treated Tinsley about the whole child thing? I thought Ramona and Bethany were like talk to Tensley, right? I thought Sonia was a dick to her and she was a little too real. <laughs> like a little too uh, like aggressive. And almost really like insensitive. I actually was maybe one of the few moments where I'm like, wow, like thank God we have Ramona because I agree. It's Sonia was like jumping on her and being like, you don't worry about having a baby. You just want to find a man that you love. And I like how Ramona's like, she's 43. She wants both things and she doesn't necessarily have time. Like she needs to figure it out. And I think Bethany kind of reminded her too, like, you know, you could take your time after being, after a breakup and be single for a bit, but if you want a kid, I think it's, you know, you need to think of like, you need to think about that because you're 43. I'm really curious to see what Tinsley does. Do you agree? Do you think she'll have a kid on her own? I would hope so. I feel like her mom, Dale, you know, we love Dale, but also like given that they're from the South and that culture that like she says, she's a traditionalist. I don't know that she would be able to do it, like not do it the way she feels like she should do it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I just don't think her mom's going to support her. And if you're, I mean, even if you're not a single parent, not having family's help and support would be really hard. I think it's going to be, it would be even harder as a single parent. Um, Well, I wonder, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I wonder, like, now, like, post that episode, we've now since seen Hoda Kotb has adopted two kids at, over the age of 50, and obviously Andy. I wonder if they'll just kind of give her a different perspective of there's other options if she doesn't choose to um, carry the child. That was the other thing I was wondering if Andy will talk to her maybe, like, you know, off camera, um, because she does have quite a few eggs that are frozen. I mean, she could use a surrogate or she could adopt, but if she really wanted, some people get kind of hung up on this whole, like having a piece of themselves. I mean, she has those eggs. I just think it's going to be like, she said, as she gets older, it's going to be harder to actually like carry the child. Um, yes. so it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't envy the situation that Tinsley's in just like uh, Bethany said. I mean, I think it'd be really hard at 43 to one, just not have your life the way you, you think it like thought it would be, but two, if a family's part of that, um, accepting that that might not be your reality would be really hard. Yeah, I would agree. It would be really, really hard. And I'm sure with Scott, I think she probably was really hopeful and thought she was going to get that. And maybe that's why she hung on to that relationship for as long as she did. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I, I, I hope that part is handled with dignity and grace from, um, Sonia at the reunion. I will obviously come up. So I'll be, I'll be curious to see how that goes. Um, but I also am really curious to see how Luann's going to handle some things at the reunion, mostly being the fact that her head is so big. Her head is now her costume last year, but I'm <laughs> blackface and was Diana Ross. I mean, she thinks so highly of herself. It's oh my God. insane. Her shit does not stink. It's absurd. Like Luann, like listen to like the, how she snapped at Sonia for just saying like the girls are pissed at you because you didn't say hi. She's like, well, I was rehearsing and whatever and I'm like she really get, Luann like she was getting her makeup done for like two hours and, and didn't even you, look that great and you're not you're not fucking Erica Jane you're not yeah. doing like the splits and doing crazy things you're not rehe- you're rehearsing is like literally like moving side to side well and she sang two songs like how much rehearsing did you need to do for two songs that you've been singing for the last like six months 
I also hated, like, Luann was a huge dick about the Bethany thing. She was super insensitive, which I think goes to your point with her ego. Like, she's really taking on this, like, persona that she's kind of created for herself. On one hand, it's like, in the beginning, when Luann was pursuing the cabaret, I'm like, oh, this is fun. She's, like, poking fun at herself, like, acknowledging her issues and all the things that kind of um, have given her a lot of attention. But now I'm like... Um, you need to be brought down a little bit, a little, you need to be grounded. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, I mean, she's out, obviously, um, there's been some recent news that she's not following her sobriety. She's failed a few, um, sobriety tests. Apparently it's not for alcohol. It's for other things is what I heard. Oh Um, shit. So her, like her parole, like it's all getting brought back up and that's why she had to cancel some dates. Um, so she might have to go back to get treatment who knows uh but i think like in in this part you know she seems to still be good with her sobriety um it's almost like her new addiction is herself like i think she is like has narcissist like a narcissistic disorder where she's so obsessed with herself that she can't see or understand anyone else and even when she's having conversations with people it's like she doesn't even hear what they're saying she just hears things that are good about her. Like when Sonia goes, well, you think you're a cabaret star. She started smiling like, Oh, darling, darling. You know, it's like, you're not a cabaret star. You think you are. So it just, I don't know. It's like, something's off with her. Yeah, no, I agree. I think she needs to be brought back to planet earth. And like her house, what'd you think of her house, her round house? And I didn't think it was that great. I mean, I don't know. She was talking about like how this is where people go to like relax and be secluded. I would take Dorinda's place over that weird round house. Tinsley very rarely makes me laugh. (laughs) But when she cracked me up that her house would drive her to drink. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, um, I could kind of see that. And like, they don't have enough room for all of them to stay there. Right. Like, no, they were staying at a hotel. They were talking Uh, about something. So they're staying. And I don't know. I love to. There was a uh, Danny Pellegrini posted this, but put uh, Dorinda's like staring at a house plant. Like, I love your view. Like, she can't even see it. So no, it's just, it was it's, funny. It's really funny. And then Barb's random like lesbian relationship that she had, but she's not lesbian. She's sexually fluid. But did she only make out with the girl? No, she went down. It was just very like, okay, we're just going to sprinkle this in in the, like the last 10 minutes of the show and then just, you know whatever (laughs) it was really weird but it was I do like how uh Bethany was talking about all the women who have made out with other women and how they all kind of like when they get drunk gravitate to women she's like I mean are we all lesbians like it's I mean that's a very lady friendly group very lady friendly group actually you're right you're absolutely right especially Miss Morgan (laughs) oh she gets like mad when like people make out with Bethany oh I know it's it's so funny but next week looks good it looks like it's picking up yeah, I mean, I, I think it started off, like, on a, I mean, after the whole Beverly Hills kind of snooze, I think that New York has been carrying it, and uh, it's going to get even better, and I can't wait. But I think Southern Charm started off with the biggest bang out of pretty much all the, the series since we started our podcast. Oh, yes. They've addressed it all. That's kind of what I like about Southern Charm is, like, you know, all the legal issues and battles that, that are happening with Beverly Hills, it's not even discussed. But we start out with a bang with T-Rap getting arrested for um, sexual assault. Rape. Rape. Yeah. Yes. Rape. 
And now we're seeing some new things coming out that um, he was very abusive to Catherine. He like slammed her car in a door to a part, like to the point where they thought that like her hand was possibly going to have to be surgically like amputated. He threw cigarette butts at her and told her to abort Saint. And I'm starting to hear more things that he's been saying. And he's apparently like publicly talking about the fact that Saint might have um, some developmental delays. uh, And, I'm wondering if that maybe that's why he told her to abort him. Not so much because it was unexpected, but because maybe yeah, they detected no, some stuff. He's a piece of shit. Like, I feel yeah. like it's, they mention it in the episode and hearing Patricia say it, it's like all smoke and mirrors. Like, I mean, I'm glad that Catherine is being seen in the true light that she was. And I think too, when you think about how young Catherine was when she met him, and it's, it's all really fucked up. Like, I feel like he took, a, he took advantage of her. And I feel like he owes her her youth back because not only, I mean, she, I know, loves her children and loves being a mom, but it was probably not, you know, the, maybe the way she became a mom and the timing of it wasn't exactly planned or how she would have chosen it. She was so young. And then you think about her being this young and this guy being manipulative, abusive, and so like controlling of you. No wonder she started like drinking and having problems with drugs. I mean, what else is there to do? You can't get out. Like you're under his thumb. He has you under his control and you're miserable. And then he starts abusing you as well. Like physically, I, I don't fault her for having an addiction problem. Just given the fact that she was so young and dealing with all the stuff she was dealing with. Well, and the fact that he spun this story out that she's crazy and yeah, you and- know, he had the upper hand. He, he had control over her is I'm glad that now, she's getting kind of the last laugh and that yeah. people are seeing Thomas for who he truly is. I agree. Um, I, I'm, and I'm also really glad that he's not really being discussed other than like the beginning pieces by most of them, other than the Eliza coming in. I mean, I think he'll be discussed, but I think it was good. They opened with it. They showed it, but I don't think we really should be giving him or Ashley any attention. Cause that's really what both of them are thriving off of. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, but I also, I just, I love, I, I love that everyone's kind of supporting Catherine and that she's included in everything. And it seems like she's really getting her life together. Um, I also, I just love, I feel like this group is just so real on everything. Like Craig has his shit together. And so Cam's like, gosh, if I were single, I'd find you attractive. <laughs> I don't think there's any other show where a married woman is going to say that to one of the single men. Oh, not at all. And he does. I thought it was interesting. I do think what he's saying about Naomi, I do think, I don't know that I agree with him, but I am glad that he got his shit together and that what a life he has, that he can take three months in the Bahamas Where, and just have I mean, a, a sabbat- like his own sabbatical from nothing. So he, he says his parents don't come from, like, do not come from money. He doesn't have, like, I think they've all, t- like, chefs been, like, unfortunately you don't have the trust fund I do you need to become a lawyer you need to get a job you need to grow up so he has not really done that that we know of his pillows have not taken off yet at this point in the series um that bravo money (laughs) I mean do you think it's that much I mean I guess I mean I'm sure you don't have to live off much depending on where he was I don't know I I have no idea I it seemed like he was I mean I say roughing it in quotes here like I don't think he was staying at like a Four Seasons in the Bahamas, and, and that's stuff. true. 
But I also, you know, that the Southern Charm group more than any other does a ton of um, endorsements and ads. I mean, they all do the the (laughs) diff. I I mean, Cameron more than anybody who said she never would. They all do like that Vitality Planet, Cara Vitamins, Dip Eyewear. (laughs) I mean, I can't keep up with all the stuff they're doing. We really can't. I mean, maybe we should post all the things they're pimping out and see who's actually. We'll probably still forget some, but we'll do our best. Home Um, Chef. I think Home Chef is one. There's a dog food (laughs) one that Cam does. It's like like for Elvis. Um, She also does stuff for Kit. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. She does Thrive Market. (laughs) Um. What did you think of her comment? Because this was getting some mixed um, feedback and emotions from people about with motherhood, you can't have it all. You know, I hate that term, having it all, because you never hear that asked to a man. Like a man who has a job and a family, they never get asked, how do you have it all? I feel like as moms, we're constantly, it's a balancing act. Personally, for me, when I'm at work, I'm 100% at work. When I'm with my family and my with my daughter, I'm 100% there and present and being my mom. I want to do the best that I can. When I'm with friends, I just think it's a balancing act and it takes time to figure that out. It's, it's hard. It's really, really hard because I think as you're transitioning into a mom, you are transforming into this new person of yourself while you're also kind of mourning that old life you had. Um, so I think it's like figuring that out and being okay with where you are. So I don't, I wasn't just, I don't think, I think she was really honest and I always love, I love that about Cam first and foremost, how honest and candid she is about how hard motherhood is, how rewarding it is, all that good stuff. What's, what were your thoughts? Uh, I, I mean, I think one thing too, to point out is Palmer isn't even a year old yet. And while they're filming at this point. So, I mean, she is still like figuring it all out and balancing it. I also think that if you don't have like a job where you're in an office and it's a little bit more like, I don't want to say like nine to five, but a little bit more like structured hours, it's a little bit harder because I still struggle with it. But a part of it is like, yes, like I'm calling people I'm I'm in sales and I work from home or I'm traveling to meet with clients. Um, but it's really hard because like my office is in my house. So there's a lot of times where I, if I feel like I need to catch up on stuff, I'll work at night and I, or if I have a big thing that I need to prep for, um, I might rush bedtime to go back to it. So I, I mean, I understand her point and I see her, her side of it with it being that she was this top real estate person. Um, because in real estate, I mean, you really are at the mercy of your clients and you're working the weekends more than anything. And I'm sure that's a time when she would rather be with Palmer. Yeah. So I, I said, I, I think it's a valid point and I think, I agree. I, I kind of hate the, the statement, like having it all, because I don't think you ever have it all. I think even when you're single, you don't have it all. Like, no. you know, um, but I, yeah, I think it's a valid point. I think she also just does a really good job of saying like motherhood is really hard. Like when she was telling Craig how hard it is um, and how like she doesn't really, she's like, I've got an hour and a half. I just dropped her off at preschool. Like that's real life. It is real life. I mean, those nap times, like you thrive oh. on those nap times, those two hour, three hour, depending on how good of a napper your kid is. It's like nice, like breathing time. You're like, ah, I can do laundry. I can do dishes. Like you're just kind of catching up on life, but it is the best thing in the world. I wouldn't change it for anything. Oh yeah. I mean, I obviously like people have like, if they have more than one kid, I mean, I think that's like, I always tell people like, that's the biggest sign that like as hard as it is, it's obviously worthwhile. Otherwise all of us would be only children. Um, (laughs) I, speaking of only children, do you think Eliza is an only child? 
Um, yes. I she think so. Like one. I, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> if somebody, maybe we'll look into that. But I, like, so first of all, I will say, as one compliment, I did not know that that was the girl from the polo. She looks completely different. Um, she has a horrible weave. Like, I, that was kind of went like crazy on social media I don't know if you saw people posting on stories oh yeah like, they said it was like Paris Hilton simple yeah, like, life the back weave. of her head it was a horrible weave um but she for someone who apparently has grown up in a very well-to-do family she has no social graces I mean she brought up Thomas every single chance she could oh yeah at the dinner party well one she showed up with Shep which was really weird and you can tell by Shep's face like that he did not it felt like off like everyone was reacting like how why is Shep with her you can even tell he had like that forced smile where he's like yeah Yeah. I do I came with her and he comes to find out he tweeted that the you know the producers yeah Yeah. he was forced into that but she she was there to stir the pot like she wants a piece of the pie on the show like her motives are very clear I think she's just trying to make keep make herself interesting so she can stay on the show and honestly like I don't, I don't know how old she is. The comments that she was making, I forgot. She was I think talking she's about like something. 24. She needs some Which, comment about, she was trying to make it sound like she's really old, but then was also like bragging about the fact that like college was a year and a half ago for her. I, I mean, I kind of feel like she's also a little young on the, to be a new person on the show. She's very immature. Yeah. I mean, but maybe I just, her and James Kennedy can hang out. Oh, that, that would be, be good. That'd that be would good. be interesting. Um, I actually could see that'd be a good duo. Um, I just don't think she's going to fit in. And honestly, I don't think I'm going to like her. Everyone else, like you said, is like, I think the youngest person on there is Naomi. Not Naomi. Um, why am I blanking on her name? Catherine? No, Craig's ex-girlfriend. Naomi. Oh, it is Naomi. Okay. <laughs> um, I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. I think she's like 25 or 26 and she was the youngest one before Eliza. Oh, interesting. Um, what was your take on the Austin threesome drama? I'm so glad they showed it. I didn't know if they would. Um, I, so the more and more I have watched it and we posted the video. So, um, apparently these two girls went home with Austin one night after a fun night at a bar and at like 7.30 in the morning, Madison shows up and is enraged. She's these two girls there. One is, was naked um, and her underwear was on the floor of the bedroom. And um, the other girl starts filming it, apparently unbeknownst to Austin and Madison and it and leaks it and it goes viral. Um, and you see Austin calling her a crazy person and yelling at her. Madison trying to talk to one of the girls and yelling at Austin. But we keep hearing more and more that it's staged. I have to say, the more I've watched it, the more I'm thinking it it was staged. I just, like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But I just, for me, are you, Madison, are you really that thirsty for fame that you would? That's just so weird to me. Like, the concept of people, like, doing that, because they don't look good. I mean, especially Austin. Like, it's just so strange to me that they would think that's a good idea. (laughs) And then Chef has tweeted that he doesn't, the, the comments that he said about, like, he didn't, like, her with Madison calling Austin crazy and Austin calling her crazy. His whole thing was he didn't like that they, um, he called it a tit for tat cheating. So I guess she then, as, like, payback, like, went and hooked up with a bunch of people. Which, yeah. I hope they touch on that. Because well, that never came out after the whole video leaked. 
they talked about it on Watch What Happens Live with Patricia and Catherine. Madison was in the audience. Um, but they basically said that she was not. So Shep's allegation that she they were broken up when she had her hookup with whoever. Oh. Was okay. it's her side of the story, and Miss Patricia is obviously supporting Madison. So I, I don't know. I it's just kind of there's obviously some there's a I don't know I don't know who to believe. <laughs> yeah, I I guess the, we'll see the rest of the season, but I uh, I'm here for it. I'm excited. I am excited too, and I just was googling as we were talking about their ages because I I guess I'm just really old, and I just assume everyone's as old as me. But you're right; everyone is super young on this cast. Catherine's 26, Naomi's 26. I like Eliza's like 24, but I will say I think Craig's like 27, 28. Chef is like 38. He's pretty old. Craig is 30. Okay. Um, Cameron Eliza- is like 34, 35. I think. Yeah, I guess there's just a wide range there. But I just don't know how Liza's going to... I just think Eliza's a lot... Has had, like... Hasn't experienced life like the other ones. I think there's a big difference between being 23 and 25. I think at 25, you've had a couple years at, like, in, like, real life. You've maybe had a job. Um, So I don't... I I just... It'll be interesting to see how she fits in. Exactly. And I love that when I search for the cast of Southern Charm, I will post this to stories um thomas Ravenel's picture is like a, a front like and center a, it's like front and center and it's him like beat up oh yeah do post that I'm sure it's everybody really really it. it's really really funny <laughs> the internet's funny man well uh, we just covered four episodes or four shows um so now we're to kind of the winding down part of um our podcast where we give a shout out and this week, our shout out goes to Sandoval's sidecar uh, because <laughs> it. Uh, I think Sandoval's still learning how to drive it. Uh, Andy was so excited to get to you know sit in the sidecar. They had a helmet made for him, and they don't even get off the parking lot, and he can't like it stops working. Then they finally think they're going again, and it <laughs> breaks down. And I love that Andy just like walks away. Is like sorry, dude, and just starts walking back and leaves Sandoval with. The sidecar. It was so funny because he was super, super pumped about it. And he, that he even had his helmet. And it was the most want, want moment. Even more so when they ran out of gas. And he's given um, Dakota Fanning like a little joyride on it. And it's just, it's hilarious. It was a hilarious moment. Honestly, the best moment of the second episode of the reunion. It probably ended up being the best part of the entire three-part reunion. Um, yeah. we, we can say that with a little bit more confidence next week. Um, so please make sure you listen to us next week um, and listen to us every week by subscribing um, to our podcast. You can listen to us where any podcasts are available, Spotify, Apple, uh, you name it. We are there. Also, be sure to follow us on Real Moms of Bravo on Instagram so that you can keep up with all the Bravo drama that's going on. And if you haven't already, uh, leave us a review, uh, five stars, duh, and we will catch you next week. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. 
Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started?